This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. This week in our community spotlight, Hector Salazar joins us, the executive director of Reading Partners. And when you think about that, certainly all of us that have in our lives and may have kids and grandkids and think about sitting with them and starting that journey of opening up a book for the first time, reading with them, having them read with you and eventually take that skill and open up an entire world that's in front of them. So Hector, let's start with the, the fact that what your group is, Reading Partners, all volunteer and what you do on a daily basis, understanding the importance of literacy and what that means in our community. You're fantastic. Vince, thank you so much for having us. Thank you to the Oakland A's. I'm a lifelong fan. I will continue to be a lifelong fan. So uh, I appreciate being a part of this. And thank you so much for making the time for Reading Partners. Um, And just, you know, really quickly, Reading Partners is a nonprofit organization focused here in the Bay Area, focusing on Oakland schools. And what we do is partner with the community. We partner with schools to to provide students uh, ages, you know, kindergarten through fourth grade, one-on-one support necessary to become lifelong readers. We want them to develop a passion for reading at a young age. Um, So we work with the community, we source tutors, people volunteer their time, they come into schools, work with students one-on-one, we provide a script and they just go after it um, with these students and, and making sure that they have the skills needed to become lifelong readers and to maximize their full potential, not only as, as, as students, but as humans. Um, when I think about literacy and what it means, I think, you know, just in the, the trajectory of life, um, you know, we talk so much and focus on the academic portion, what it means to be a good student, right? But you and I know, right, if you can't read, you can't access all of what this society has to offer for you. I mean, next to food insecurity and housing security, literacy is that thing that needs to happen so that, that kids can maximize their their potential. How challenging is it, Hector, from the standpoint of, of being with these young kids that maybe they're in an environment where it has not been something front and center and try to convince them that this is something that you need to to be a part of, this is something you need to explore. I know it may not be something that you've seen to a certain stage of your life, but open up this door and let's see where it takes you, what kind of path it can take you on. Yeah, I mean, I think we talk often about the opportunity gap that exists. I mean, you know, in in previous generations, you might've heard it talk about the achievement gap. You might've heard schools or uh, state policymakers talk about the achievement gap. And that really puts the responsibility on the student and doesn't necessarily consider the geography or the economics or the environment that students are in, families are in, our communities have. Um, which prevent access to resources that would create, you know, academic success. So, you know, I think it's really important when we talk about, you know, the success of our students, the success of our schools, and the success of our communities, we talk about that opportunity gap and how some of these resources uh, haven't been provided to our, you know, uh, our most overburdened communities and overburdened students. And I would also just like to highlight, you know, we work with a fantastic partner in Oakland Unified, um, Oakland Unified School District. We have, you know, fantastic charter school partners throughout the East Bay. And um, they're really, you know, doing everything that they can 
to try and provide students the resources needed to you know make sure that kids are at grade level by fourth grade reading at grade level by fourth grade and part of what they're doing is sourcing external vendors like us like reading partners to come in and work with a specific student population so um so yeah i think it's it, it's necessary when talking about the challenges that kids are facing to acknowledge the environment to acknowledge the opportunity gap um, to acknowledge our partners in the district that are doing all they can to bring in resources. Um, and yeah, I, I'm just honored to be doing this work. Hector, we talk about the education system and those that are on the front lines, teachers, administrators. My wife worked in education for years, knowing that the challenges they have just to get through that specific day, let alone provide some uh, intense or some specific instruction or opportunity to, to teach a student or students about a, you know, a variety of subjects, and then when you get to literacy, how that opens up everything else. Because Reading Partners stresses one-on-one -on -one with your with your volunteers that do this. What does that do when the teacher knows that that students have this opportunity sitting down with somebody just for them to try to accelerate the opportunity? Of what having literacy and the strength of literacy and where that can go. Uh, I think that it, it's very exciting for teachers, for school leaders to get support that, that you know, they want to provide their students. Look, the education system is built in a way that doesn't necessarily provide the most support uh, individualized to, to students, right? You know, we have to teach in a group setting. I think teachers and educators, you know, really get excited when they hear about how they can individualize education and really individualize support for their students. So when you hear of an organization like Reading Partners that is flexible, that can work, you know, during the school day, that can work after the school day with students one-on-one, -on -one, twice a week for 45 minutes um, per session, I think that really excites teachers. That that frees them up to to really think of in creative ways about how their academic year may progress. And they have other partners in the work. They have folks that are working alongside them to provide that individualized support. So um, you know, we just recently you know had our end of the year data come in. A hundred percent of the educators and teachers that we work with in in Oakland Unified. Are, are satisfied and feel that, that reading partners is, is a, a great add value to the school day. So, um, you know, again, we just want to continuing, continue to partner with these school leaders, continue to partner with teachers and make sure that we're centering students. Readingpartners.org is the website. You can find a bunch of information there about what's going on with the calendar, how you can get involved, how you can donate as well to their variety of programs. For somebody that's interested, Hector, and in, in being a part of this as a mentor, as someone that's going to be a part of the one-on-one -on -one literacy, take me through the steps that you do for the person that walks in and says, I'm interested in helping kids learn how to read. Where do you go from there? No, I think that's incredible. You know, um, I think always we're looking for uh, talent, time, and treasure, right? So if, uh, if, you know, you have some unique skill sets that you feel like you can donate to our organization, you know, we're always looking for new board members, especially here in the Bay Area. Uh, we have a board, an advisory board, that really helps guide the vision of the organization locally, right? So if you have some talent that you want to donate, um, definitely readingpartners.org uh, forward slash SFBA. Um, you know, if, if you have treasure, maybe you don't have time and capacity and talent, but you've got some treasure, um, go ahead and hit that, go to that same website and hit the donate button um, and make sure that you, uh, you know, use the drop down to, uh, to highlight SFBA. 
um, that would be helpful as well. But really the most important thing that you can do is give your time. You know, I think that, you know, breeding partners is gonna be whatever the community decides it's gonna be. And I'm very proud to lead a volunteer driven organization because our community can decide. Our community can decide and say, hey, you know, I wanna be a part of a solution. And, you know, we mentioned it before, Vince, you know, the, the biggest need right now is housing insecurity, food insecurity, and the kids aren't reading. Our babies just are not reading. So you can, you can literally be a part of the solution if you're here in Oakland, if you're here in the Bay Area, you can be a part of the solution for these students. Um, go to that same website and click, I wanna be a volunteer um, and, and see if you can give, you know, two hours a week to really spend time with the student working on a skill working on literacy skills that could potentially change the trajectory of their life. You know, we got roughly 74, 72% of our students here in Oakland, you know, especially our black and brown kids that are not reading at grade level by fourth grade. And if you look at that indicator, fourth grade being the measure of the trajectory for their life, it indicates the, the school to prison pipeline. It indicates the success level, the income level of what, this is what we use as a society to measure where we're gonna be in the coming years when these, when these fourth graders um, reach, reach adulthood. And if 72% of our kids are not reading at grade level, then we as a society have a problem. So reading partners is gonna be whatever the community decides it's gonna be. If you wanna give your time, if you wanna support a student, um, if you wanna give uh, the immeasurable gift of literacy to a student, um, go to the website, readingpartners.org forward slash Bay Area, click I wanna volunteer and we'll train you. We'll give you a script and you can work two hours a week with a student. Um, on, a, on a skill that will potentially change the trajectory of their life. Something else that's involved with Reading Partners, Hector, is your desire through donations to provide kids with the very basics of walking into their classroom. Backpacks, school supplies, uh, books, uh, electronics sometimes if it, if it makes sense. What that means for a kid's uh, psyche, what, what you know, a kid's self-respect when he has those same tools that some of his classmates had that maybe he didn't have but what that does to open up their their sense of belonging and how you can take advantage of that and say look this is something we've done for you this is something that's important that we think and I think you feel the same way because I see the smile on your face you know something else we want to do for you is help you through the through the learning process of how to read and where reading can take you from the very beginning to all the way into adulthood when you have those situations present themselves and you, and you have that chance to hand that backpack or hand those school supplies to the kids, maybe for the right. very first time, what is that reaction like for you? I mean, the reaction is incredible. Look, we, we are a, a tutoring organization, right? We wanna work with kids one-on-one. -on -one. We wanna provide measurable results. We evaluate our program three times a year. And, and the main focus is that we're, we're creating an environment where a student has the skills they need to become lifelong readers. And also we understand that part of that is having a home library or a library or books accessible wherever you are, where you might be. So we actually have a program within our programs, take reading with you. So as soon as a student actually finishes a lesson, um, you know, finishes a, a, you know, a component of what they're working on, we actually reward them with a book, right? So they can choose a book from our take reading with you library. Um, and they can begin to build their home library. And that's, 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 that's an incredible, I mean, I grew up in a house full of books and I know right now, you know, I'm a voracious reader right now and I know what that influence has um, on a child, not only 
throughout their academic career, secondary, post-secondary, but also throughout their life. So, you know, ensuring that we actually have books that kids can take with them and not just like, you know, regular academic books, things that have maybe uh, academic content solely, but we also want to inspire wonder and creativity and laughter and want kids to be entertained by reading. So, you know, we always source donations for books that we can add to our libraries in our reading centers at school sites. Once kids, you know, finish a, a lesson, they can actually take a book home with them. Um, and we've participated, a number of our regions have participated in, you know, backpack giveaways, you know, where we're able to, you know, start off the school year strong and make sure kids walk home with a backpack full of books. Um, again, this isn't the focus of our program. There's incredible organizations throughout the day, Bay Area that give away backpacks, that give away books at a high, high volume. You know, we more so want to focus on the one-on-one -on -one support that we provide students. Um, and we, we understand the value of, of making sure that kids can start building their own library wherever they are. So, um, so yeah, Take Reading With You is, is super fun and we're always sourcing donations for uh, gently used books. You, you bring up a, a great point about your, your life and my life as well from terms of having a lifelong time of reading. We have a library in our house as well. We've raised three kids and we're expecting our first grandchild, Hector, in the coming right. months. There you go. And part of Thank you. Part of what we wanted to do for our daughter and her husband with the birth of, of their first child is what, the gift we want them to bring is a book because what, what you've just talked about and what you're trying to create, yes, it's from kindergarten through fourth grade, but if you lay that foundation, what you've experienced, what, have I, what have I, I have experienced, and you take that into generations, you're trying to, trying to build that reading is a part of your life and it can be passed on later in your life and that must be so empowering to do something like that starts one-on-one -on -one, but you know where reading partners can take kids and can take families yeah absolutely and you know i have a recommendation uh a book to give your your daughter her husband uh grandchild uh it's a book called boundless brooklyn it's by an, a local author that's that's a great partner to reading partners niles lichtenstein um, Boundless Brooklyn, it's just a story of, uh, of a baby that's coming to a post-pandemic world, a post-George Floyd world, and what this baby's role is uh, as they grow and become a child and adult within this world. It's a fantastic story. It inspires wonder and mystery. Um, the mask that they wear around their, their, their mouth to protect them from COVID soon becomes their superhero mask. So it's just a fantastic story. Um, and, you know, I don't usually get to talk about this book because it is a little bit, uh, it's focused on being a kid's book. It comes with that like cardboard cover um, that, that's great for kids to, <laughs> to chew on, um, you know, and teeth on. So it's also a teething toy. So there you go. Uh, two gifts in one. But but yeah, uh, Boundless Brooklyn, um, a plug from my buddy Niles Lichtenstein. And, um, and yeah, I would make, and we would love to give you a copy that you can give to your, to your grandchild. Look forward to getting it. Explain the last of summer and what that means in the world of reading partners. Yeah, so the last page of summer, last page of summer is an event that we do every summer at the end of July. So the physical event has already passed. Um, you know, it's a party that we host at the historic Bliss Thompson household in Oakland. Um, it's, it's a fantastic group of, of community members that open up their home to various nonprofits throughout the year to help fundraise, right? It, it, 
you know, in order to do this work, we need to raise funds. There's critical funds that we need to raise to be able to execute and do this work. And the Bliss Thompsons open up their household to us. It's an event called Last Page of Summer. We had Stomper. Stomper came through and hung out and was partying with us. It was great. He was dancing. We had a DJ. We had light snacks. I spoke to the crowd and we were able to auction off a couple of items. And, um, you know, that that actually that campaign is still live. So even though you weren't able to attend the event, you know, we, we definitely want you to be able to come and participate. So if you go again, readingpartners.org, you know, forward slash SFBA, right, you can still donate to that campaign. And what that does is it, it, it you know, sets us up for the school year. Those funds are being used to fund uh, and stock our reading centers. So at every single school, we position one full-time staff. You know, that staff, it works within a reading center. It's, it's a, a classroom or a half-size classroom where we basically funnel the flow of volunteers that come in to read with kids and students from their classroom. And we want that classroom to be stocked with books, you know, have all the supplies that students need. So each dollar that goes into last page of summer directly affects the student through our reading center. So thank you all, everyone in advance that's, that's, that's listening to this and that's going right now to go and donate to last page of summer. Thank you. What attracted you to Reading Partners, Hector? What, what got you to the point where you maybe you saw from the outside, but this is something you wanted to really get your hands on and be a part of on a, you know, on a daily basis on those front lines? You know, I would, I would say that, that it was the summer of, of 2020. Like most of us, we were reflecting on what we were spending our time doing. Um, I have always been involved in mission-driven work. I've always worked in, in organizations that worked parallel to provide support to education. Um, and I think like most um, folks that stick with it long enough, I just sort of climbed the career ladder uh, and I was focused more so on a national lens. So I had made my way up to sort of a, an executive role and in, in working with, you know, schools across the United States. And, you know, when, when that, that pandemic happened, both the social justice and COVID pandemic happened, I spent a lot of time reflecting on, you know, who I was actually serving. Right. And I'm and I'm in East Oakland. I'm an Oaklander through and through. Wife is born and raised in Oakland. I got four kids that attend Oakland Unified School District schools. Um, and I thought to myself, you know, by being in this position, I'm actually doing nothing um, for my community. I'm doing nothing for my community schools I'm in, in part doing nothing for my family. Um, so a friend of mine took the job as CEO here at, at Reading Partners and you know, reached out to me and said they were looking for an executive director here to run the Bay Area region. And I immediately thought to myself, you know, reading is one of those first dominoes that just need to fall in order to set everything else up, right? It's, it's one of the most important skills um, that an individual can learn. They know how to do that and they know how to do everything else. And I have so many buddies that work in tech, that work in, in organizations that focus on STEM. Um, and you can't do any of those things unless you're literate, unless you know how to read. You can't drive the street down, out, down the street unless you know how to read. Can't take your driver's license test unless you know how to read. And then, you know, you, you can't find the joy. And I truly feel that reading is, is an activity that engages the brain in a way as to where you get into situations where you're around people you now can read the room in a different way. You now interact with people in a different way because that portion of your brain is, is worked um, in a way that you can actually in, in, interact with folks in a deeper level and engage in the human experience on a deeper level. So I would say it's a, the summer of 2020. I really started thinking about what I was actually doing for my community. This opportunity popped up. I jumped on it 
and we've been running ever since. And I'm just so honored to, to be doing this work for this organization and for the kids of, of Oakland. Hector, I really appreciate your powerful words and your the, the way that you are so engaged in, in what's in front of you and certainly willing to, to accept the challenge. Uh, readingpartners.org forward slash SFBA, the place to go. A lot of information there for you to be a part of this one-on-one -on -one literacy literacy program in our in our community. And uh, Hector Salazar, the executive director of Reading Partners, wish you all the best. Thank you for the advice on the book. As soon as we're done here, I'm going to get that taken care of. My daughter will be home next week and will be waiting for her when she gets to uh, Arizona. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yes, I'm looking forward to sweeping these royals. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> Fantastic. Hector, right, Salazar, Hector Salazar, our guest in this week's Community Spotlight. Thanks, Vince. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. 